Welcome to Your Health To Go, brought to you by Demystifying Your Health, providing the clarity that you need. I'm Ashley Wood, registered nurse and author, your host. In each episode, we take a health topic that's important to you and break it down into easy to understand information. We also discuss the most common treatments and preventative techniques. Thank you for joining me today. Let's get started. Today's topic is spinal stenosis. After getting out of bed, you notice your neck is hurting and your right arm feels tingly and slightly weak. You figure you slept wrong and go about your normal routine. However, your symptoms don't get any better. In fact, they start to get worse. Your doctor diagnoses you with spinal stenosis. What is that? How is it treated? Spinal stenosis is when the spaces within your spine narrow. This puts pressure on the nerves. It often occurs either in the neck, which is known as cervical stenosis, or lower back, which is lumbar stenosis. The latter is the more common. There are several causes of spinal stenosis. One is the overgrowth of bones, which is usually the result of wear and tear on your spinal bones, causing bone spurs that grow into the spinal canal. Another common reason is herniated discs. The spinal discs are supposed to act as shock absorbers between your vertebrae. As you age, they dry out, causing cracks in them that can lead to some of the soft inner material escaping and pressing on the spinal cord or nerves. The ligaments that help hold your spine together can become stiff and thick over time. The result is them bulging into your spinal canal. If you have a spinal injury, it can cause damage that results in pressure being placed on your spinal nerves. A less common issue is a tumor somewhere in your spine. Symptoms depend on the location of the stenosis. For cervical stenosis, individuals often have numbness or tingling in their hand, arm, foot, or leg, weakness in a hand, arm, foot, or leg, problems with walking and balance, neck pain, and bowel or bladder dysfunction, such as urinary urgency or incontinence. This is usually only in severe cases. Those with lumbar stenosis have numbness or tingling in a foot or leg, weakness in a foot or leg, pain or cramping in one or both legs when standing or walking for long periods. Usually the pain goes away if you bend forward or sit down and back pain. If not treated, spinal stenosis can cause permanent numbness, weakness, balance problems, incontinence, and paralysis. Spinal stenosis treatment depends on the location it occurs and the severity of your symptoms. For mild cases, your doctor will recommend monitoring your condition with regular follow-ups. When it comes to medications, the initial choice is over-the-counter pain relievers like ibuprofen, naproxen, and acetaminophen. If these don't work, your doctor will try tricyclic antidepressants because they've been shown to decrease chronic pain, or certain anti-seizure drugs, because they've been proven to reduce the pain caused by damaged nerves. If your pain is severe, 
your doctor might suggest a short course of opioid pain relievers. Due to their addictive properties, this is only a short-term solution. Besides medications, your doctor will want you to try using heat and cold therapy. Cold therapy helps to reduce the pain, while heat aids in decreasing inflammation. Your doctor will also recommend doing stretching exercises or yoga. Another option is to go to physical therapy. Most people with spinal stenosis avoid activities because they don't want to hurt, but eventually this leads to muscle weakness, which increases pain. A physical therapist can help you build up your strength and endurance, improve your balance, and maintain the flexibility and stability of your spine. Some individuals benefit from steroid injections to the nerve root area, which becomes irritated and swollen when they're pinched. Injections of corticosteroids around this area reduce the inflammation, thereby relieving pain. It's important to note that this won't fix your stenosis. Also, repeated injections of steroids can weaken nearby bones and connective tissue, so you can only get these injections a few times a year. For individuals with thickened ligaments, your doctor can perform a decompression procedure. This involves removing a portion of the thickened ligament. This can only be done for those with lumbar stenosis. There are other surgical options available. A laminectomy involves the removal of the back part, or lamina, of the affected vertebrae. Sometimes that vertebrae is linked to adjoining vertebrae with metal hardware and a bone graft, which is also called a spinal fusion. This helps to maintain the spine's strength. With a laminotomy, only a portion of the lamina is removed typically carving a hole just big enough to relieve the pressure in a particular spot. A laminoplasty is performed only on the vertebrae in the neck. During the procedure, the surgeon opens up the space within the spinal canal by creating a hinge on the lamina. Metal hardware connects the gap in the opened section. It's essential to note that while most people have relief after these procedures, some people's pain actually gets worse. Maintaining a healthy lifestyle from the time you're young is vital to having good back health when you're older. This can lower the possibility of having spinal stenosis. One of the most important things is getting regular exercise that not only promotes improved circulation and muscle strength, but also encourages flexibility. Also, eating healthy is vital because it'll decrease the probability of being overweight, which adds to the stress on your back. Spinal stenosis can have a considerable impact on your life. However, with the proper treatment, you can have your life back. If you have any questions or concerns about spinal stenosis, please speak with your doctor. If you'd like more information, please visit Spine Health's Spinal Stenosis page. Thank you for spending some time with me today. If you found the material to be valuable and helpful, please tell your friends about us. We're on social media, so like and follow us there to stay up to date on our latest information. You can also sign up for our weekly newsletter on our website. Stay healthy, and please join us next time on Your Health To Go. Now, time for the legal statement. Please keep in mind that the content we provide is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice diagnosis or treatment. 
Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified competent health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. Never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of something you have heard on Your Health To Go or seen on the Demystifying Your Health site. Demystifying Your Health does not recommend or endorse any specific tests, physicians, products, procedures, opinions, or other information that may be mentioned. Reliance on any information provided by Demystifying Your Health, its employees, others appearing at the invitation of Demystifying Your Health, or other visitors to the site is solely at your own risk. If you think you may have a medical emergency, call your doctor or 911 immediately.